Oh, hey there. Um, I am, uh, it's me. It's, I'm a powerful uh, businesswoman from the big city. Um, and I couldn't help but notice that you run a, uh, a business here in this small town that I'm in for some reason. <laughs> well, shucks, ma'am. I don't know much about big city business type things, but you know, <laughs> I always got a smile on my face when Christmas time comes around. And Christmas in your heart, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Maybe I could teach you well, a thing or two. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bitches. Merry this Christmas. Is the most wonderful time of the year where we do the most horrible thing, which is watch a <laughs> lifetime Christmas movie or Hallmark Christmas movie. Hallmark. Which one yes. is this? Uh, most likely this one Hallmark. Is Hallmark. It feels very much like a Hallmark one. And yeah. uh, I'm Luke, by the way. <laughs> and I'm Zach. And this show is called Broke Box Office. Broke Box Office. Yeah. And, you know, we yeah. we tried to mix it up last year. We did that one crazy uh, French movie or whatever. Um, That's right. That was fun. But I thought it might be fun to do this uh, Hallmark movie this year for one very particular reason. <laughs> Yeah, so this I guess was your this was your Christmas gift to me because mm-hmm. I didn't know that uh, Chevy Chase is in this movie. Yeah, welcome to the first and last episode of TV movies with Chevy Choosies, <laughs> starring Christmas in Vermont. Oh shit! Oh boy! Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's talk about the cast of Christmas in Vermont from 2016. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we have old uh, Chevward Chase. Um, yeah. I think that's his he full gets, name. He like, top billing, <laughs> and he's in, like, four scenes of the movie. Let me tell you, he's in more of it than he deserves to be. Um, that's true. Because he is wasted for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would bet <laughs> good money that he was liquored up for... Uh, the entirety of this film mm, um, I, I can see that now i hadn't thought about that but yeah <laughs> looking yeah. back on his performance it tracks so we have abigail hawk as our leading lady mm-hmm. the high-powered businesswoman from new york city riley thomas um and also i mean let me just go ahead and get this out of the way the acting is fine whatever all of the problems that i have with this <laughs> movie very few of them really have to do with the acting so mm. whatever the acting's whatever it's not good, but it's not, you know. Uh, There's one in particular that I do want to talk about when we get to it. Okay. <laughs> so let's keep going. Um, so, yeah, her main thing seems to be she's a main character in Blue Bloods. Oh, that makes at, sense. At, at least a returning character. I don't know. She's in Blue Bloods. I've never seen it, but. Uh, yeah, why would you? And then, you know, she's in a, a bunch of stuff like that, uh, a bunch of sort of uh, low-budget films like this. So mm-hmm. she's doing fine. She doesn't seem to be trapped in the Hallmark world, which is okay. good, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm sure she has more fun doing different kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have David O'Donnell, who plays, what is it, fucking Wyatt? Is that his name? Yeah, Wyatt. Wyatt. Uh, who's the small town guy. Um, and he has been acting for quite a while. Uh, he has like 150 credits. He has a lot Holy of shit. Holy shit. Um, basically none of it I recognized, but 
it looks like he's been in a lot of like war movies and cop shows and stuff mm. um which i can see uh yeah, but so. he he seems to have a decent like variety of stuff like he's in some thrillers and some mm. uh christmas movies obviously and like you know yeah he's done a bunch of shit so good for him yeah. um the guy that i really wanted to talk about was howard hessman who plays the older man nick harper yes because um he's done a good amount of stuff he also has tons and tons of credits um yeah i feel like i recognized him i did too and i'm pretty sure i know uh because i'm pretty sure yours is probably the same as mine his known for section is head of the class uh that show from the 80s uh some other show from the 80s called wkrp in cincinnati Uh, i guess is yeah a show about a radio uh station sounds like it and then (laughs) ironically uh i also know him as someone who works at a radio station in that 70s show oh he plays uh the guy who like runs the radio station that donna works at in season six or something whenever that is okay yeah Um, i can see it yeah as soon as i saw that i was like yep that's that's where i know this guy from Mm -hmm. um but you know, I don't want to be reductive of his very respectable career. He has a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I felt like he was, I mean, you know, maybe it was the type of movie that he is in here, but I felt no emotion from him for a single second <laughs> throughout this movie. <laughs> like, it seemed like he was the most bored and just, like, delivering his lines and then, like, going to his trailer. I mean. Maybe he's fucking smoking some weed. <laughs> Yeah, he did seem kind of bored now that you mention it. He seemed so checked out the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's had a great career. And I guess at this point, he's like, I guess I'll fucking do this movie, but I'm not going to put any effort yeah. into it. <laughs> Who cares? They're going to give him the paycheck. No one's going to watch this um, shit. So No, other than fucking me and you for some reason. Yeah, us. <laughs> uh there's i mean there's some other people what is it we got fucking morgan fairchild who plays wyatt's mom yeah who is like for some reason in this she is Mm -hmm. uh seems to be a returning character on friends i've never really watched a lot of friends Uh, but hmm. um yeah it it, that was also the type of thing where i could tell that she was a famous person because she was only ever shot over the phone yes i was like okay so they weren't able to get her to set yeah (laughs) yeah um so yeah, she has a bunch of stuff. She seems to yeah, she has 160 credits. So good for her. Jesus Christ. Um, she also like she looks like she's the same age as Wyatt. That's the guy that's well, playing her son. Yeah. Um, and you can tell that that's intentional on her part. But yeah, she you know. looks like her plastic surgery is the same age as him. Yes, indeed. Um, I mean, there's not that many other people in this. I guess let's take a look. I didn't even go past this yet, so let's do this together. There's we have Zach Ward. Person. Yeah. Zach Ward plays uh wait, you know you recognize this guy? I don't know who this is. Yeah, right? Wait a second. He looked Are you talking like... about the boyfriend? Yeah. I mean, he's in Freddy vs. Jason. Is that what you're referring to? Maybe. What the he's fuck? also in Transformers. 
and resident evil apocalypse evil, maybe that's where i recognized him from yeah i know you just watched those recently i did just you? rewatch those but i thought <laughs> i recognized him like from from being like a child actor in something jesus christ he that's has a it lot i thought credits. it was he's got farkas in a christmas story oh my god <laughs> i thought that was him but then when you didn't recognize wow. him i second guess myself <laughs> i mean yeah wow why is that yeah. not in his fucking known for? Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Why is it Resident Evil? I mean, I guess Resident Evil is pretty famous. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Scott Farkas. Oh man. Yeah. Come so I I played Scott Farkas one time. Yeah. So that's so, so special. With this fun. guy. He's also been on It's Always Sunny. His bunch of stuff. Yeah, this guy's been in some cool shit. Yeah. He. I, I feel it's like cool. I remember seeing him like a couple other things, and it seems like he's the kind of guy who was i guess sort of a child star but then yeah did like funky weird stuff after that yeah um oh wow wait hold on i think i just discovered something <laughs> so we have this other guy who plays steve who's like the kind of he's one of the employees right yeah um and he is in <laughs> sniper special ops okay <laughs> well i think he's the guy from the beginning who got the shrapnel the, in his face yeah the fucking rabbit's foot guy <laughs> i think so right yeah that will make a lot of sense when i start talking about my shit oh my god this is so funny <laughs> yeah um wow man all right let's take a look at this one last guy let's take a look at the guy that played Cyril, or however Cyril. you wanted it to pronounce. Oh, yeah. okay. He seems to be a Nickelodeon guy. Okay. He had that kind of energy. I can see that. Henry Danger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems to be his main thing. He does some voiceover. Okay. Cool. Good for him. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking up. I took taking a second to look up, try and figure out where this was filmed because it, I really feels like the kind of thing that could have been filmed in Ottawa. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. But I couldn't find it, and it's too late, so I'm going to talk about, instead, the director of this movie, whose name you might recognize, because it is Fred Olin Ray. Remind me? He directed Sniper Special Ops. Wait, are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> did you know that when you picked this? I did not know that. I picked this Jesus. because of Chevy Chase. I looked up Chevy Chase and looked up like Christmas movies that he might be in. And this was one of them, and I guess it was directed by Fred Olin Ray. <laughs> so, Dude, this is like a, a a broke box office like Avengers Endgame. This is our I fucking. Know. <laughs> and the turnaround on this one was so quick because we just did that one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this dude's popping back up. We'll have to be careful not to stumble into any of his traps again. Yeah, Jesus, please. <laughs> so you know, if you want to know about Fred Olin Ray, go listen to that. I didn't. I don't think I really even talked about him that much in that episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, you just he basically he does a bunch of different types of stuff, right? Yeah, he's a big yeah. sort of like low budget movie dude. Yeah. Um. Anyways, there's four writers for this movie, uh, including him, and they all did shit like this. There's like this four writers to this movie. <laughs> well, two of them are credited as story, and two of them are credited as screenplay. Oh and my that god! That itself is kind of mind boggling because like, who the fuck? Like, what is the story here that's not the screenplay? Like, it's it's literally they just were like. Oh, just make another Hallmark movie, and boom, that's the story. Like, I, like, I, I, huh. before I had ever seen a Hallmark movie, which was literally the 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 one that we watched two years ago at Christmas for the show, mm-hmm. that was the first Hallmark Christmas movie I've ever seen. I was like, it's so hack that people always talk about how every Hallmark movie is the same. I'm sure that they're not. 
really that way. That's so hack. But they fucking are, dude. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> this one in particular was mind-boggling oh just with God. how stereotypical it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll speed through this so we can get into it. Um, there's nine producers, so I'm not going to talk about that shit. Um, okay. Music by Chad Remen, who has 60 composer credits. Again, all sort of like network TV stuff. Uh, lifetime sci-fi originals stuff like that yeah um, but he also worked on the adventures of puss in boots tv show so you know shrek that's didn't funny. know that was a thing but cool yeah i wonder if shrek is in that uh, <laughs> i wonder <laughs> if they have someone doing like a scottish accent as like an approximation of mike myers probably i mean i'm sure um, they ha- i don't i doubt they actually had antonio banderas i'm sure they had somebody oh yeah mm-hmm. impression of him yeah the cinematography here is by Alexander Yellen, who has 85 credits. Um, the most notable to me being the Mega Shark versus series for uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, mm-hmm. including Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus, and Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. Um, he also did Three-Headed <laughs> Shark Attack. Um, I'm sure everyone's appreciating this. I haven't uh, heard of the Mecha Shark one. That sounds sick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's one that was like Gatoroid or something like that. I bet like, Gatoroid looks way names. cooler than the newest rendition of fucking Mecha Godzilla from Godzilla vs Kong. Probably, Look yeah. Dumb as hell. <laughs> um, and I think this guy comes by his uh, interests because he was a gaffer for a music video, I guess. And I, I feel like I remember this being a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Snakes on a plane. Oh my and god! Like, remember when they used to do like yeah. music video tie-ins to movies like that? Was, isn't that a Cobra Starship song? <laughs> it's called "Bring It." I don't know if it's probably yeah, dude. Like that's Cobra Starship. That I remember that song. Starship. Holy shit! Okay, <laughs> well, he was the gaffer for that music video that was related to Snakes on a Plane. Oh my god, that's so funny! You don't remember seeing Cobra Starship at Warp Tour in two thousand and eight? I vaguely remember it. <laughs> um, I think we only saw like part of their set. I... The main one, one of the main ones I remember is seeing Katy Perry because it was so weird yes, yeah. that we saw her before anyone else did. Yeah, it was right after I Kissed a Girl came out. She had like mm-hmm. an acoustic guitar and was like kind of punky. Yeah. And there was like no one in the audience. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, so we were there first. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, spotlight on set medic. Amy Larson, just because I was hey. like, ah, that might be interesting to see. Cool. She has been a set medic on 88 things. Nice. So, nice job, I guess, if you can get it. Um, she also worked on Three-Headed Shark Attack, and she also also worked on Sniper Special Ops. Oh, my God. <laughs> but more recently, she has uh, had some better stuff. Like, uh, she was on an episode of Drunk History, an episode of The Late Late Show with James Corden, uh, cool. a few episodes of Santa Clarita Diet. Um, and then like just a shitload of cooking shows. Like I didn't even recognize all the names of them, but one of yeah. them was MasterChef USA. Um, this hmm. is us, and then Birds of Prey. So yeah, I feel doing like gar- garbage like this to actual things. I feel like that would be a kind of a cool job. I don't know. I feel like it has to be like pretty easy. I mean, yeah, you know, unless something extremely awful happens, like right every now and then does. <laughs> but You're just there in case of emergency. Yeah, I would do that. That'd be fun. so good job. I'm. It's too bad she couldn't, like, resuscitate this movie from being a brain-dead yeah. nothing. Oh, boy. So. Uh, so. Describe to me your experience at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> I mean. Because I got a text from you, I think, when you were watching it. Yeah. 
I didn't want to believe. As soon as I saw Chevy, I was like, that guy looks like Chevy Chase. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, oh, that oh, is Chevy is. Chase. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, he's drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he. speaking of phoning it in, he's. Dude, it, it almost feels like he's trying to do the same thing that he was doing on his talk show where he's like doing like very small yeah. sort of like the straight man kind of quippy things but it doesn't like i don't know it's not the kind of character this movie needs it's very bad he's very very bad um Mm -hmm. in this movie uh yeah yeah (laughs) it gets kicked off pretty quick i mean everything that you expect is going to happen is going to happen we meet fucking what's her name and she works in business yeah in some kind of fucking capacity yeah um she just like fired a million people and <laughs> her boss is like, great, good job. I love it. Uh... But she included their Christmas bonuses as part of their severance packages. So it makes you go, oh, maybe she has a heart of gold deep down. Maybe. It kind of really seems like she doesn't for the first while, though. Yeah. Like... She's a real asshole. Uh-huh. And, and the turnaround, like, man... <laughs> The fucking switch in this one happens so fast. Yeah, dude, really... especially because of the chunk that's <laughs> missing in the middle. Oh, is there some missing? Ooh. Uh-oh. How did wait? Did you watch this on like Tubi or something? No. Did you watch the the YouTube? That's the same link you sent me. Yeah. You didn't notice like at the rose part when all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, it's a rose." <laughs> I don't even remember what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. I think there's a chunk. <laughs> I think it's a short. I, mean, chunk. I would be surprised. There's some missing like off the beginning. Two or three I know that much. Um, yeah. And there's also we forgot to mention uh, the the credits are like totally stupid, like pages turning in a Christmas storybook, or whatever, and yes. total silence. So it's another one where like they've taken the music out in, in hopes of not getting copywritten. But you know what? It was honestly kind of a nice reprieve because every other single second of this film is put to music. There is That's a good point. Yeah. constant music. <laughs> and, uh, you know was, <laughs> and you know what was like weird to me was I feel like, and I don't know if I was imagining this, but it sounded to me like there was still some sound during the opening credits where yes. I like, felt like I could hear the pages turning or something. Yes. And I was like, am I imagining this? Am I going crazy or something? <laughs> like, Dude, you know what? I guess... I, it's so stupid because I, I think I know what they did because I have done that before to yeah. create uh god way back in the day in high school when i was doing like musicals whenever i had to do an audition for a musical and make a karaoke track if i couldn't find one there was this thing you could do in audacity where you just like flip flop something and it Mm -hmm. will either turn the lyrics off basically or turn the music off basically um but you can still hear that kind of like weird like shadow of it almost yeah so uh, as soon as i heard it i was like I fucking know what this guy did when he <laughs> uploaded this video. It just popped into Audacity and whoop. Yep. Huh, I never knew about that. That's kind of crazy that that's like a thing you can do. I tr- I don't remember at all like how it worked or, or even what I did, but I remember doing it and it's sounding the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely a sound that's like so unnatural. It made, it made for a very surreal experience during the scenes where the music is, yeah. is gone because you're still hearing something yeah. and you're like, well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> bizarre uncanny white noise yeah mm-hmm. yeah we also can't skip over the um chevy chase's penchant for tan milkshakes 
Yep. Which, you know, I guess, I don't know, Jamocha milkshakes are tan, and they're one of my favorites, so maybe I agree with him. Yeah. I don't know. And listen, if if you, dear listener at home, are not falling over laughing just at the pure mention of tan milkshakes, then you just don't get the humor of mm. this uh, this movie. Because yeah, that's basically it's all not really a joke. It yeah. just is a thing that he says. He's just like, oh, what kind of milkshake do you want? And he says tan. Tan. And then the scene is over. <laughs> and yeah, I guess they wanted to like pause <laughs> in case you're fucking busting a gut laughing. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. So, uh, also the sound is is awful oh yeah and the picture is awful it's very like washed out looking i mean this is yeah. probably the upload <laughs> but yeah yeah dude the only other one i could find was one of those that had like a little picture and picture thing with the big poster next to it in the youtube video and i was like oh eh, no maybe not that one <laughs> yeah that's a hard we note. haven't had to do one of those yet dude like i'm looking at my notes every single other note that i've taken is just a quote that i can't wait <laughs> yeah to bring up there's a lot of yeah okay so um chevy chevy i'm just gonna call him chevy i don't remember his fucking name yeah he, fuck he, it doesn't matter he calls riley the main girl i have her name riley he calls her into his office he's like uh there's this like out, okay there's this outerwear company called outwear and I'm like, wow, you fucking didn't stretch any brain cells on that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Outwear. Um, and he's like, yeah, they're a great company. Now go fucking also fire all of them and shut them down. Yep. And she's like, all right, cool. And she's basically, she's like, can't wait. Sounds mm-hmm. great. Yeah, she's But I it. have to go to Vermont. Yeah. And she talks to her like asshole boyfriend about it. And they're both like, you know, business assholes about it. And yeah. so this is sort of setting up the obvious scene. Yeah, he's, you know, the boyfriend's like, if I were you, I'd just save it till the very last day and then break the news and get out of town right. or whatever. Right, yes, of course, because she has to be, like, hiding it so that there can be some sort of, like, conflict Yeah. later on. Yeah. Because you can't just have the conflict up front and then grow over it. You have to have some conflict and then they get over it and then some sort of reveal that leads to more conflict. More and they conflict. Get over it again. Yes. Because there has to be that like breakup moment in the third act. Like yes. every single one of these fucking movies has it. Yeah, it's vital. Um, so she goes <laughs> I have to Vermont. <laughs> Real quick before that, Chevy Chase struggles with the straw of his milkshake for a second <laughs> in a very <laughs> yeah. hilarious bit. Yes. Um, I did kind of laugh at that. I don't know. <laughs> Chevy Chase, every now and then he gets me. I think because I'm not expecting <laughs> Fair. Fair mm-hmm. enough. So yeah, she goes to Vermont. She goes to Vermont. She's going to meet Wyatt, who is like the boss of the company. But she's also going to meet this old guy on the sidewalk mm-hmm. uh, because there are these kids that literally push her to the ground and then run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like it seems intentional. They're on a wide open sidewalk and these three kids just run straight into her. Mm-hmm. So immediately she's getting that small town charm. Um, yeah. Small town charm of fucking but, hoodlums running yeah. around. Old guy helps her up, and uh, then they go to Outwear, and oh, man. they meet I had, I, had a hor- I had a horrible moment when you find it's this like random old guy walking around who runs into her, and he says his name is Nick, and I was like, is this fucking Santa Claus? Because <laughs> that also happens every now and then in these movies. Actual Santa Claus will show up, and I was just like, oh my god, yeah. but unfortunately, well, no. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that he was going to be santa claus like for the town pageant or something like that because when she meets him he's like i'm going to apply for a job and i was like "Ooh, he's gonna go be santa that would Uh, make more sense but (laughs) But no instead we find out he is actually the founder of outwear Mm -hmm. um and he is 
bored in his retirement and his wife has passed away in the past couple of years and so he wants to start working again mm-hmm. just like all these uh, boomers so... that are crossing the picket lines nowadays yeah jesus fuck <laughs> stop doing that uh but i also had a note that um the fucking uh outerwear office place looks exactly like the office building that the other company is in and i imagine it's yeah. just like a different room in the same place. yeah <laughs> like they did not do a good job locations wise with this movie no no um speaking of locations we're gonna go see the little factory where they make uh oh yeah what do they say? it's the prototype factory yeah and the they literally outerwear. walk what right in and mean? then walk right out yeah you don't see shit there's no factory <laughs> It does not matter at all. She literally mm-hmm. goes like, ooh, look at this machine. It's brand new. And you know that she's like taking inventory for what they can sell when they liquidate. Yeah, the yeah. That's the that's the only important thing that's happening. And also you find out right. that like they have no ideas of like new jackets to make or whatever. Mm-mm. And you meet this one guy who like I thought he was going to be a character, but then he never returns. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah. So is this where um what even happens next? Oh oh uh, there's also you know Wyatt and Riley are sort of butting heads cuz she yeah. is wanting to shut down his place but she's kind of lying to him about it. He thinks she's there to like help them because he knows they're struggling but he doesn't think it's like that bad. Yes. Um so she's pretending to be there to help him but he's like we don't need your help. We're going to do it on our own. Um and then like at some point they immediately fall in love. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I will I guess this is an okay time to bring this up because this movie felt worse to me in a lot of ways than, you know, like just my memory of the last one, I guess. But Mm -hmm. one of the, one of the reasons is how deeply, deeply unlikable the two main characters are. Mm -hmm. Neither of them, neither of them have any redeeming character traits, but to be fair, neither of them really have any character traits at all. Yeah, that's true. They they're real fucking ciphers. You don't here. know. You don't get to learn a single thing about them. Mm-hmm. It's baffling. And they, and they have like no chemistry. They're trying no. to do the thing where oh they're like, God. Oh, "We're at each other," blah, 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 like bickering kind of chemistry, but no. it just comes across as like they don't like each other at all. Yeah, it's very very bad. And because you know, because of all that, the transition makes no sense. Because mm-hmm. they both kind of seem like they kind of suck, and they both kind of seem like they think the other one sucks. So you're like, what's? Mm-hmm. what's going I don't on even here? remember what happened. I'm trying to like read through my notes to figure. Okay, so, the, the, this is the main thing I want to talk about is the plan that that if, if, well eventually it becomes the plan that Riley has to save the company or whatever. Is she finds Nick, the owner? She finds his like sketchbook, I guess, yep. of uh, like his his ideas for clothes that he came up with. Yeah, and she's like, "These are genius. These are amazing." And like the one that we see is just like a red sweater. <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> like the, later on, you know, she's like, "We're going to revitalize the company." How? Boom! Fiftieth anniversary sweaters, and she turns the thing around. And it's just a sweater, yes. a solid <laughs> color, a... flat sweater. And I was losing my mind. Like, what are you talking about? Who the fuck? You can buy this shit for like $2 at Ross. I don't even know what this is happening they also, right now. They also unveil this whole new, the new line of like classic sweaters or whatever, and then sell millions of them yeah. in, like, in like three days. Yeah. They're like, 
wow, we sold 1.5 million. Amazing. And they're oh like, oh, God. but it wasn't enough to save the company. And I was like, how in the world was that not enough? Were you selling for like 10 <laughs> cents? What are you talking about? Yeah. You could have been selling them for a dollar a piece and you'd have made fucking, come on. Yeah. It's oh my nuts. God. The whole, the, it's any, yeah, it's, and it's all of the like business talk that they have, you can absolutely tell the people who wrote this movie have no idea what they were talking about. Yes, dude. This is one of the one of the notes that I've taken is she they're doing this launch and she's talking to the uh to Steve. I forget what his name is. The he seems like the second in command guy who just does everything else that Wyatt doesn't mm-hmm. have time for. Yeah. And he's doing something on social media and he's talking on the phone to somebody and he just goes, <laughs> Make sure we're make sure we're trending. We have mm-hmm. to be trending by five o'clock. Yes. It's like, hey bro. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, that was so fucking. <laughs> and the first thing he says too is he's like, "Oh, we got ten thousand likes. We're we're gonna be blasted all over every social media network." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, you fucking uh, did a thousand year old <laughs> wizard write this? Like, what are you?" He's <laughs> like living in a cave. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, oh my god. It's yeah. So make bad. sure we're trending. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> By five o'clock. Oh man. Oh yeah. Okay. There's also um, there's a scene where, I mean, this is really the only scene where they there's any kind of like bonding. But Wyatt walks what's her name home on like after their first day or whatever. Yes. And yeah. There's the most you know obviously there's gonna be that conversation about like well what's so great about that their big city or whatever mm-hmm. where he's like they're talking about New York versus Vermont. And it just cracked me up because she was like, something, something, you know, New York's not as good as it cracked up to be. And then I wrote this down. I'm always grabbing a cab or meeting a deadline. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's all you have time for? I mean, I guess in so. In New York, you spend a lot of time grabbing cabs, man. Yeah. I, it's like, yeah, it's the kind of thing that's, oh, man. It just sounds like I'm sure when you write it down, you're like, ah, oh, this is a great sort of like pithy line. But when you actually hear it out loud, it's like no human being would ever no. say that. And like, don't get me wrong, I I don't love New York, but what do the Hallmark people have against the city? They just yeah, that's interesting. The too. city is evil, like in the all city. of them, and it's almost yeah. always New York. Yeah, and I'm surprised. It's funny to me that like the like you know small town is fucking Vermont, where it's like. Right. One of the richest states, I'm pretty sure. So it's like, yeah, it's not yeah. like, oh, we're just like shucksy small town people. It's probably like, you know, oh, my dad is a fucking billionaire, but I own this outerwear company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I also had a note of a, a crazy line to me. I had to rewind it to make sure I heard it right, where when they're doing the talk about the social media thing, he also says that our business business website has been updated. <laughs> and I had to rewind it like, OK, wait a second. Wait a fucking second here. And it's true. He goes, our business business website. <laughs> just like, why is that an accident? Did you, did you not want to like retake that? Oh or is that God. a thing where they like, I don't know, man. It's so baffling. Um, also, she never uh, mentions her boyfriend to anyone in Vermont. That's true. She never mentions yeah. her boyfriend to anyone in Vermont. And this is another thing that made me hate this movie so so much even more than other ones is it made her feel like such an asshole it -hmm. made her feel so sneaky and dishonest because she's like building up this whole relationship with this guy and then she goes and breaks up with her boyfriend and neither dude ever knows about the other one yeah that's true for the whole fucking movie 
I didn't even think it's about that, but you're right. So gross. <laughs> she never tells. I mean, like, imagine if he finds out later that, like, oh, when we first met and like almost kissed, you were dating somebody else. It's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> it it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the like Gilmore Girls uh, sort of like reboot thing they did, where yeah. you know Rory. You're supposed to like this character, but she's basically cheating on her boyfriend the whole time. <laughs> Just because she keeps forgetting to break up with him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> they sold 1.5 million sweaters. Oh, um, also, they sold 1.5 million of this limited edition sweater. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, bro, what's the limit on that edition, my guy? Yeah, not very. Two million? Not very. Five limited. million? You know what? I wonder if one of their uh, their campaigns was that they you know did ads on. Uh, <laughs> they had like an Instagram account that had like you know new sweater dropping this weekend. Here's a sneak preview. <laughs> <laughs> Get in line. Just special edition. <laughs> hey, they had to be trending. Yeah, they had to make sure. They were and you know what? Also, speaking of the fucking sweaters, um, Wyatt takes Riley out to dinner, and she invites Nick. I guess also. Um, yeah. And then he gives her a Christmas present, and it's one of the fucking sweaters that they make at their company. <laughs> Such a horrible like, present. Wow, man. Cool. That'd be like if I gave my wife, like, a photo frame. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not a good sweater. It's, oh, it's not good. It it looks like the it looks like a fucking, you know, that brand, like, Polo, and not Ralph Lauren Polo, but the other Polo? With the little dude on the horse, <laughs> yeah, that you can get at like Ross. Mm-hmm. It looks like one of those. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, like a costume sweater. Like if you were dressing up yeah. as like Ned Flanders, you would like buy this at a costume <laughs> store, and it's yes. just like the flat green. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's nonsense. It's very bad. But uh oh, a couple days later. They come into work, and I don't even remember who fucking said this line, but somebody, sweater sales have started to slow down. It's like, bro, this entire process has taken place from inception to to sweater sales slowing down in like a week. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Where is the money going? (laughs) That's a good point. I just now realized that one of the major things that makes this movie make no fucking sense is that they never have like a set goal of what they have to do in order to save the company. Yes. Like, they're just like, we got to sell a bunch of sweaters to save the company. And it's like, okay, well, how many? You've sold a fucking million. Is that not enough? And they're still like, oh, man, sweaters are selling down. I don't know if we're going to make it. And it's like, make it to what? What are you talking about? (laughs) Dude, you know what? You know what? I just came up with an idea that would make this movie way better. Yeah. This whole dumb shit about, like, we have to be trending. We sold a fucking a million sweaters, yada, yada. All that is unnecessary. All that makes it way more complicated than it needs to be. What they should have done is been like, all right, I think we should go back to the traditional. We should make this old-timey sweater again. Let's make up some samples or whatever. And then the next day at their flagship store in town or whatever, there's a line out the door. And all the townspeople are like, we just love this sweater so much and we're happy to see it back. And that is the little moment of success because that's, first of all, way more realistic and just makes mm-hmm. the whole rest of it less complicated because then they could still be like, oh, you know what? It feels good that we still have the support of our, our friends and family, but we still didn't quite make enough money and now we got to say goodbye. And then that could lead into yeah. the final. Yeah. And you, yeah, you know, because they fucking they still need to get saved at the end anyway. So why not right. do that? Yeah, that's that's a much better idea. Because the way that they've done it, they just like totally oversell the success of this sweater launch in a way that doesn't make sense. It just doesn't add up. Like if 
Yeah. It was this crazy successful, then like y- you'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, it kind of, you know what? <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the other one where it seems like they're trying to have it both ways. Or like in the other mm-hmm. one, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you'll never skate it. If you're going to go yes. skate again, you got to give up on love. And it's like, well, what if I just do both? Yes. And this one's like, all right, well, we're going to like have this like super successful company, but we're also going to like need bailout at the last second so that we can get this lady back. Yep. That's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you know, the, the lying comes to light. I don't even remember why. Oh, she gets a call from Bullock and Wyatt overhears her on the call. Yeah. Being like, you just wanted me to come here and lay everyone off. And he's like, what? Understandably, he's pissed off. Yes. <laughs> um, and then she goes back to New York. Uh, then Wyatt and the rest of the people there are like, well, let's have a big party. as sort of like a last mm-hmm. hurrah for the company. Um, while she's back in New York, she breaks up with her boyfriend in uh spectacular fashion um mm-hmm. because dude do you do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i wait i don't know at the end of at the end of their like little date he's like what's gotten into you and she oh, goes yeah. christmas christmas has gotten into me yeah. like she says it exactly like that she says it twice it's oh, so good <laughs> that one physically hurt me yeah, dude, I had to stop it because I was laughing too hard. <laughs> I had to write it down. Christmas, and yeah, and it's not a joke. It's so se- it's, dude, sincere, deadly serious about it. Christmas has gotten into me, and then I guess <sighs> luckily she just like runs into this lady that she met at the beginning. Yeah, who's like some sort of investor. Um, yeah, who she was the one at the beginning who was like, make sure you don't you know enjoy firing people too much because I'm a good person who will come back later. You know, she might as well have said that. Yeah. <laughs> um and surprise surprise she's going to save the fucking outer out outwear outerwear outwear outwear outerwear <laughs> she's going to save outwear's outerwear mm-hmm. uh and then it's fucking she shows up at the party and she kisses the guy and everyone's happy and it's all good and hooray. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, pepper throughout <laughs> Wyatt has had phone calls with his mom and I just wanted to mention this Oh my one. god, I for- fucking forgot about the mom <laughs> because she mentions that Uncle Gene is making his famous homemade eggnog. And I was like, Ugh, gross. why do we need to know that? <laughs> it's the kind of thing where it's like, uh, there's such a fine line between, you know, adding color to the world and just adding something so nonsensical that you're, you're, my brain sort of like hiccups and you're like, yes. okay, wait, this totally interrupted the flow of what's happening. And I, now I know this insane yeah. fact for no reason. <laughs> That's very, very well put. You're totally right about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh Oh, yeah speaking of uh nick (laughs) the uh, old guy tells some story about christmas during world war one about how they stopped the war in order to celebrate christmas with each other and then i don't even i didn't even know where that went but the yeah oh yeah (laughs) i can't believe we brushed over (laughs) the big like stupid moment where why it's like all right at you know (laughs) <laughs> we're being shut down so by oh, the end yeah. of the day we will officially be and then riley shows up and goes open for business <laughs> and it's like what oh it's so dramatic I, was she like waiting outside until he was about to say that or did she just happen yeah, to walk in at that moment but it it's so funny because the whole last 10 minutes of this movie has that energy mm-hmm. every single line is like some platitude Mm-hmm. Uh, like people the 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 vernacular just goes all the way out the window it's mm-hmm. wild yeah it just feels so written <laughs> yes yeah 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 you know what is you know what it reminds me of is 
I don't know, like, if you ever play a video game and two characters are talking to each other and one of them, like, is going to interrupt the other one, but you have to, like, prompt it to move on and the one person will just, like, (laughs) stop in the middle of their sentence and then it'll move on the other person will start interrupting them. It's like... Yeah. (laughs) It feels so unnatural and weird because they're just like, hey, what do you think we should... Stop talking right now. Unnatural. (laughs) Okay. Unnatural, I think, is the best word to describe this movie nothing Mm -hmm. about this movie even approximates true life or realistic behavior or anything it is Mm -hmm. so wild and so bad yeah holy cow (laughs) yeah i think like if we if we do for i guess episode 150 yeah this one is gonna this one is gonna be hard to beat for like worst bullshit that we have seen (laughs) yeah it's like very, very, very. Oh very, my very, god! Very. I was fighting sleep, and I watched it at like six p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now I mean, now you know what I was talking about when I said like the acting is whatever. The acting is fine. Yeah, Everything the around the fine. acting is total garbage. <laughs> it's so bad. It's yeah. It feels like a fucking SNL sketch of these type of shitty movies. Oh my god! Yeah, it does. Complete with Chevy yeah, Chase does. showing up. Oh, yeah, Chevy Chase is there at the end. You know, they were able to get him oh, yeah. for another day on set. <laughs> Super weird and, that he was there, though. Yeah, and he's just, like, cool with everything now. Like, he's like, well, I guess I'm fine. You know, I'm nice. Give me another fucking milkshake. <laughs> Tan, please. Yeah. Oh. Um. So, hey, I mean, I think our feelings are pretty clear yeah, about don't go watch this. This one. It's I chose this one like as awful. a prank on Luke. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Of course it's bad. Don't go watch it. <laughs> yeah, obviously. It's very, very bad. Um so hey, uh, you know what? Um, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Um, happy holidays. I hope you are watching better Christmas movies than this. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Your time. <laughs> I saw. Um Speaking of better Christmas movies, I've never seen Vacation or Christmas Vacation or whatever. Um, yeah. But I did notice that an alternate title for this movie is uh, Vermont Christmas Vacation. Oh, boy. And That's hilarious. when that is the title, Chevy Chase is on the poster, I think, to try and trick oh, people boy. into thinking it has some relation to that. <laughs> which is funny because there's absolutely no vacationing in the movie. True. It's She's there, like, True. on business. It's not <laughs> – so they literally were just like – I don't know, Chevy Chase, Christmas Vacation. Maybe people will accidentally rent it. Dude, that is some good sleuthing. That's hilarious. I know, right? Oh, my God. That was <laughs> 1 million percent intentional. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, of course, every one of these movies has like five different titles. Yeah. But I thought that one was funny, especially. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, uh, I guess <laughs> we're going to take a couple of weeks off here. Uh, I don't know exactly when we'll be back, but it'll be sometime in january um yeah we'll do another special episode I like to yeah so uh enjoy your holidays everyone enjoy your new years um yeah follow us on instagram at broke box office uh yeah give this show email us at broke box office at yeah send us emails give us ratings and reviews and tell your friends uh and uh yeah stay safe everybody um yeah do stay safe we love you take care see ya in 2022 the future i wonder if they'll have tan milkshakes then they better 
They better have my tan milkshake.